So, the reason why I decided to do uh, a sit-down as opposed to a schmooze, one of the reasons is like this, okay? There's a big problem for me to give a schmooze. Why is that? Because it sounds like when I give a schmooze that I'm holding somewhere and then I'm screaming that everybody has to come up to me. See, I'm on top here. I'm giving the schmooze. It sounds, it looks like I'm on a level and I'm screaming at you to come to me. But that's a mistake. Because we have to work together. Every single person has to make work. Always. There's no such thing that a person is somewhere finished and then looking at everybody else and say, if you would be like me, you would be all beset. No. We have to make work together. So in a VAD type of setting, we can understand that clearer. That we have to make the work together. You have to know, this is also, you have to know this as parents. Some of you are parents. And you will, children will get a little older. That the point is, you can't make your children feel that you are at a certain level and you expect them to grow to you. Because if you do that, you're asking them to do more than what you do yourself. Because you don't grow. So your children, it's not the same as the shmooze, but the idea. Your children have to see that you grow, and then you could month from them grow. Because everybody has to be growing. That's a very important thing to understand, that the only way, and the same thing would apply to a rabbi, the only way we can grow, and it doesn't become just entertainment, is we have to grow together. How he's being affected. Okay? Now I was saying over interesting rayon before, and I want to try to bring it out in a very deep way. And I'm going to use the example, even though it's a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to say the example about myself. Okay? So we said over Rabbeinu Yoyna, Rabbeinu Yoyna says that a person has to be that means he has to be constantly learning the sugya of Yerushalayim making machshavis, making marochas. He's in the in the sugyas of Yerushalayim tomid. Otherwise, he will fall into the rut called Yiras Anosha Melumod. Yiras Anosha Melumod is like. Someone who just grew up religious, milumad. Milumad means he learned it from someone else. He's copycatting. It's not genuine. It's not real. It's not in his brain. He's just like a monkey. He's copying. Milumad. Milumada. Not routine. I don't like to use that word so much. More, it's not real. It's milumada. And once you get into the state of milumada, then of course you're going to be falling left, right, and center without even realizing it. So that's a terrible tragedy. So you have to be Tomid Orchin Machshavis Tomid. So we're going to try to understand that Chazal a little bit, what, what Rabbi Yon is saying. First of all, it gives us a new perspective on Yerushalayim. Most people think Yerushalayim means Frumkite. Frumkite. So Frumkite is more directed at behaviors. Rabbi Yon says Yerushalayim has nothing to do with behaviors or Frumkite. It says, Orchin Machshavis. That means it's a sugya, amuka, me'od. 
and you have to learn it be'iyun, and you have to machadish Torah in Yerushalayim. It's a deep thing. Because Yerushalayim is very much connected to understanding the koichas hanefesh ha'odom, understanding the tachlis of the understanding the tactics of the yetzer. It's a deep thing. It's so deep that you have to be a lamdin, but not stam a lamdin. You see, when you're younger, they teach you the basics of lamdis. But what's the ultimate goal of lamdis? That you should be able to be masik shmeitz ali with the hilchasa. Masik shmeitz ali with the hilchasa is a madregan havona belimut. It's not a you learn straight, go straight to the Torah Shulchanor. That's not Masik Shmaitz Ali Bidilchasa. Masik Shmaitz Ali Bidilchasa means I can take the Gedorim and the Lomdus and the Sugya and I can bring them and understand them until I can apply them to something new. Okay, that's what it is. So over here, that's what you have to do in Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim means you have to Pashtay the Oymik of the Sugyas of Yerushalayim to the point that you can see how it works in the practical world. So it's a very deep thing. Sugya Yerushalayim is a very deep thing. But the question we have to ask is that simply by yourself, you would say that, okay, so to grow up religious and just pray because your father prayed and do because of what your father did and your mother did, so you're going to for sure mess up, especially half the time you're going to say, yeah, what they do now is because they're 40 and 50 and they matured, but I'm sure when they were my age, they didn't really do so much, so therefore you make your own Torah, you know? Fine. But why does it have to be tumid? Why can't I one day sit down, learn Dastful is good, learn Ramchal Derech Hashem good, Mesil Sashem good, Nefesh Chaim? You know, I get all the sugis clear, my rals, well, you name what I want. I have the sugis of Yerushalayim claw, I worked on it. I understand what the word Yerushalayim means, I understand what the word Avaz Hashem means. I have a Havona, Tvis in the sugya, and Shalom Yisrael. Why do I have to be tumid? Kaseida, Kaseida, Oisik in the sugya. This is one sugya, Rabbi Yonah says, has to be always. Always. Why you need always? Right? So, the explanation is that life is changing. Okay? So, in a general sense, when you were in high school, you had one thing to deal with. In Beis Medjish, you have another thing to deal with. In Shaduchim, you have another thing to deal with. In marriage, you have another thing to deal with. In having children and raising them, another thing to deal with. Marrying them off, another right? So your circumstances of life are changing. So there's new challenges. And if you can't be in the sugya, to be able to daher how the sugya plays itself out in your practical day-to-day life, then you invite the milumada. You're like the kid who grew up in the house. Because you're going on old raid. You're going on old stuff. You see, it's still milumada. You have to be in the sugya. And the sugya is kaseide, kaseide changing. Your matzav is changing. Things are changing. So if you're not holding in the sugya, how are you going to pask in Allah Alamaitha? Binagaya, what do you have to deal with? So I was telling the boys before. I said, let's say a guy like me, right? I have a big problem. Big challenge. If I'm not going to be, uh, in the sugya, I have a big problem. Why? Because you ever heard of vicarious goal fulfillment? You ever heard of that? So the way it works is that if you talk a lot of Muslim, you think you're already there. That's how it goes. You follow? Speaking is bad. The less you could speak, the better. Do. Why is the speaking bad? So Rabbi Rucham says, 
The speaking itself is the problem. Because the speaking makes you think in your dimnion you fulfilled. If I give ten shmuz of chesed, I'm done. I didn't lift one pinky to do chesed. Avalani margish, bal chesed, ten vads. Ten vads on chesed, and ikfar bal chesed gadol. That's called vicarious goal fulfillment. Because you didn't do it. But in your brain you did it, right? So I have to give shmuzes and vadin and this and that. So I could go 20 years giving speeches, writing books. And I didn't do one thing in Avoidance Hashem, you know? And then I come to the next world and they say, Mehila, go over there. What do you mean? I am the supreme Oivet Hashem, you know? I can even show you 10 books I wrote. And they say, I'm sorry, that's very nice. There's even a Gemara, I go to the whole Sugi now, it's a Gemara, Mashmur from a Gemara, that if you give speeches and speeches, even if the people listen to you and they change, you don't get the schus for it, if you don't do it yourself. So, it's a Sharfa Gemara. You have to do it yourself. You have to be practicing it, right? But there's a vicarious goal fulfillment. So I'm just using it as a marshal. Halavai, one day this should be your problem. But that's, it's a problem though. It is a problem. You understand? There's another problem. I'm just trying to show you that you, you, we're not potter from the sugi. Kol yimechayecha, you're not potter from the sugi. Right? So how are we in natural, natural? The way we are is we're not self-propelled and motivated to reach our potential. Because let's say we see amongst ourselves that if the ulum is up to a certain level, even if you have stronger level, you don't push yourself. If the ulum, let's say, doesn't learn better start. So you're good already, like you don't have to learn Benazdarm because you go with that thing, right? That's the way the human is. He's not pushing himself to reach his level, right? So let's say you're a Rebbe, so you're above the people, right? So if you're above the people, you already feel accomplished because you're already better. So if you're not you're not going to reach your potential because you're already there. You understand? COVID. You know, COVID is a, is like a, a dimyan, right? So uh, this is a very deep philosophical question that the Bali Musa work with. The guy's a rabbi, he has a Talmud, the Talmudim have to give him COVID, that's their chiyuv, right? But it, why is no lifnaiver, you know? They give him COVID, he is now in sakona to actually he believe it, you know? He actually believes it. It starts to go here. Right? So you have to know how that works. So the Teretz is, it's not Lifnaiva, because if you're supposed to be learning Musa properly, and working on yourself, it won't go here. When the guy takes out the Sefer Torah, yeah, the whole shul gets up, comes around him, starts singing in the, our community, the woman, they blow kisses from the Ezrat Nashim, right? Not even the biggest Baldimian in the whole world thought it was for him. <laughs> you follow? Not even the biggest Baldimian thought it was for him. He understood it's the Sefer that he carries in his hand. So it's not Bechef It's not Bechef If you Azah mensch that you think that they're being Mechabit you, and not the Torah Shabbiyodcha, then that's your problem, you did it to yourself. You follow? So, but the point is, does everybody have to work on COVID? Yes. And everybody on a different level. Some people, they're not standing up for him. 
So he doesn't have to worry about that issue. But he also needs the recognition of people and the validation of people and other things, right? So when we talk about a sugya, a sugya is shavala nefesh. But each nefesh, in where he's at in life, and what he's dealing with in life, that's where the sugya is coming up. So if you're not a lamdin in the sugya, you will not see it. Not for the life of yours, you won't see it. If you're not oisik in the sugya, that means you're not living in the practical of the sugya, and the sugya doesn't mean anything to you. That's called melumada. You understand? If a person is not in the Indian of ben adam lechaveru, then he won't understand ben adam lechaveru in the matzah that is in. I'll give you a marshal, right? Let's say you have a, a few kids, okay? So now, let's say you have two kids... Um, similar ages to each other. Okay? So we yeshivish families, we don't have uh, mansions that each one gets his own, his or own, her own bedroom, right? So you have two kids sleeping in the same room, similar ages, same school, everything very similar, right? Now, if you know children, some children ask for very ridiculous things. Like they may come to you at 12 o'clock at night and want Coca-Cola with caffeine. In their brain, it makes sense, that request. Then you have children that naturally ask less and more to the Zach. Different types of people. So now, okay, you're listening. So one kid that comes out, that nine out of ten times you say no. The other kid... You always cannot say yes. And they live together. So what's the perception? The father doesn't like me. You see? Because they didn't cheshbenois that the questions were ridiculous. The cheshbenois, only they got no. So that's a thief guide in Ben Oden That if you don't have that oimik in Ben Oden you could now cause a damage. Do you understand? Same thing in Shalom Bayez. You see, if I would ask you a question. What was the relationship between derived mitem ramba? So everybody will say derived bashes the ramba. That's what he does. Hasogas harived. It even says it in the name. He bashes the ramba. Now, in actuality, derived was the biggest fan of the rambam ever. First of all, ninety-nine point nine percent of the times he agrees. Correct. It's only when he disagrees. And he spent his whole life working on the Rambams. He obviously him, right? Good. But why do we perceive him as a, a basher of the Rambam? Because in Halacha Aleph, the Raiva didn't say, Rambam, wow, what a pshat. I'm all for it. Halacha Beis, ah, oh, unbelievable. Maskim. Divrei Chochma. So then when he finally got the Halacha Yud, and he says, I don't agree, so now we understand it's constructive criticism coming from a big fan. Right? So this is the way we are with our wives. If they're not doing a problem, there's no reason to say anything. So in the 1% that we're not so happy about, right, you always point it out. Uh, by the way, uh, like this, you know, and like this. And then you won't understand why your wife says, my husband doesn't like me, he bashes me, he's critical. I don't know what you're talking about. 99% of what you did, I didn't say nothing. I'm asking to you. Right? So, ah, I have a raya mukha chashayin ala tshuva. 
right? But in reality, you are hurting somebody because of the perception you created. So that's a godless that you have to come to because you're married. So the matziv has to bring out from you a godless. But if I'm going to be milumada on my ben adam lechaveri, what I used to do in the dorm, in the dorm, if I didn't take the guy and throw him out the window, I need tzaddik gamur, you know? So I'm going on my ben adam lechaveri skills from the dormitory, and I bring my ben adam lechaveri skills from the dorm home. Zelo lechtov. You understand? What was considered your avoidant gaiva before you got married and the avoidant gaiva afterwards? It's a whole different story. Most Bokram don't think they're Balei Gaiva. At all. Why? Because there are some that come out as Balei Gaiva that can't even get along with their roommates. But most people don't think of Balei Gaiva. The reason why you don't think of Balei Gaiva is because you're not, you don't hold that your roommates owe you something. That I'm a shubit to you. That I'm a chiyuvim to you. So if you ask them for something, you ask them, and if they do it, you'll be marketed. But then when you get married, you were told, the Rambam says, that there are some things your wife has to do for you, you know? And then maybe you also made up a few more things, you know, that your wife has to do for you. And then you even asked her to do something for you. And it didn't go. And then you get mad, like, like, Aha. <laughs> we make to make it work here. You understand? But a guy who's not in the sugi of work, you know what happens? A And then he's fighting. No, what are you fighting for? So if you're in the sugi of Yerushalayim, if you're in the sugi of Avoida, then you say, aha, tafasti mashu. I see the place to make the work. So it's partial with Rabbi Yerin saying. If you're not orchin tombid machshavas biyir shemayim, then you're not you're not going to be able to succeed. Impossible. How can I work on yesterday's work off yesterday's matzim for today's reality? Zerolech. But I, I want to be very careful there because people think Musa is like a very like a uh, you understand. So some people they ask me if they should learn Musa. I tell them no because they beat themselves up enough to beat yourself all up. They must speak, right? Because they're not learning Musa correctly. Musa is not beating yourself up. Musa is very empowering because the Abishta knows she'ata hacham gadol. If he didn't think you were hacham gadol, he wouldn't give you this woman to marry because this one needs a lot of chokmah, you know? The more difficult your wife is, that means God loves you more because he says you must be a big hacham. You have to have a lot of chokmah. When you have a child, it means you have chokmah. Chokmah. Yerushalayim is chokmah. Orchin machshavis be Yerushalayim is chokmah. I have to know how to deal with this situation. It's chokmah. Even bitochen is chokmah. I have to understand. I have to be able to make calculations. I have to look back at my life and see how things worked out. And I have, a, I have to build sugyas. I call sugyot. That's the idea. If you approach Musa that way, it's not a dangerous thing. I think I saw once where Chaim Vizokli says, that's a real yeshiva shesefer, you know. But Chaim Vizokli, I think he says like this, that he understands Musa is like a different level of Havono. He's a Balavona, you know, Mesa Talmud. 
It's a different level of Havono. It's a Havono in the same Chochmo. You understand? You have to be like the Moshe, like when you're building a building, right? One person could write the, the concept. But you need another person who can take the concept and put it in La Maisa. You understand? One guy knows how to write the blueprint, but he doesn't know how to build it off the thing. It's an under chokhmah to build it off the thing, right? So when you learn Hashkafa or Torah or Yerushalayim or Musa, you understand it conceptually like that. But could you take it to the next level of practical application? That's a lamdin. That's a big lamdin. That's Masik Shmaitz Ali with the it's a very big alamdin. So kol achayim, you're in a situation where you have to be alamdin. You have to be a bigger thinker. Learning every day is helpful for that. Teaches you how to be omel, teaches you how to be a geya, how to see things, how to analyze things, how to build things. But when you applying your lamdis to, to your practical life, you become a bigger alamdin. There's a gemara, I don't know exactly, I think it's a Shabbos Peches. You know, usually in the morning I have my son, Chacham, here to spit out the blister, but over here I got nobody to help me. I got a room full of people, but no one can help me. But anyway, I'm joking. Okay, so now, so, there's a Gemara in Shabbos that says, Levavtini ba'ahat me'enayich. Maimon Sinai was Levavtini ba'ahat me'enayich. I saw Hashem with one eye. Kishatasi, but when you're actually the poil, Shnei That is a deep Gemara. You know what I'm saying? That the whole Maimon Asina, the Gantz of Maimon Asina, where Hashem opened up the Zion Rikim, the whole thing, after Esaladas, is only a, a weak vision, a vision of one eye. Two eyes is a different, they give you dimension, right? It's, it's not a good, it's not a complete vision. When you're actually gonna practice it, then you will fashtay better. Huh? Ma? Fashtay better? The Gansa Fashtanach, the whole understanding I had in the learning, in the Atta Eresa Ladas. Now I have to do, how do I get Shnei Enayim? You hear the cash on the Gemara? The Gemara says when you're gonna practically uh, uh, do it, you're gonna have Shnei Enayim, it's a bigger Havana. So what do you see? You see to take the Chokhmah, and to be able to see how to live it, that's a much deeper Havana in the Zach itself. Then it's Levaftiri Bishnei Enayim. And that's how we have to look at life. Torah is not like a zayt gazach. A Torah is practical to the way you live. And then slowly, slowly you learn how to do that. To put it into play. But that's what it means. A person has to be, oh, again, Yerushalayim, kol So I don't know what to tell you in a practical sense. I know that you have to learn uh, whatever you're learning. Your bombus is a lot and different morning curls and night curls and you have a lot on your plate. I know. Zani mevin. So where is there going to be a place to make a little bit learning of Yerushalayim? I'm not sure. You have to think about that. How you could do that. But one thing I can tell you. Whatever thing you're going to learn, try to learn it like Levavtini Bishteyanai. Maybe it doesn't have to be a lot. But you have to learn it like in a way that it makes sense. It's Mesiyash of Alalev. And it's able to go down to practice. Maybe it doesn't have to be a lot. But it has to be like it's a guiding thing for me. It has to be a guiding thing for me. It doesn't have to be a lot. 
but it has to be a Havana. You see a Chazal, you have to question. Vos meant Chazal. Is it Taka Mesiyashev Alev? Do you understand it? Does it make sense? How does it look in the real world? How would it look in the real world? How did my world look? Ah, different. Would you be ready to change from the way your world looks to what the Chazal say? Probably not. Why not? What's in the way? Ah, this midah, that midah. I got it. So now I understand something. I understand something about myself. That's avoid. You understand? So it's not an easy thing, you know. Avoid is not an easy thing. That's why we try to give vaden because we to practice together. Then you can eventually do it yourself. You understand? It's not easy. It's like you go to a shear to learn how to learn because you work and you try and then you see how someone else is doing it and you do it together and you go it over and that's how you grow. So it's a similar thing. If this is chokhmah, this is chokhmah. It's not enough kemina. But if that you don't have that opportunity, so you learn a safer, you try to think about it the way you use the skills for first aid, think about use the skills there. And lot lot. So if a person makes such type of kabbalas before Shashalim Kippur, that he's going to learn the Chochmas Hatera in a way that it's going to come down into his life. He has to think about how to do that Lamaisa, but he has to think like that. That's a big thing. You follow? That's the point I want to make.